Welcome everybody, it's King Charles, and welcome to another edition and another series of the Throne Talk Radio. We're right here in the studio at Fishbowl Radio Network, broadcasting live all over the world. And then we got you on Facebook where you can actually come in and just step into the throne and just check us out and listen to us on a personal level because you can actually see the facial expressions. Like last week, all the laughter and the tears and everything like that. It was one of those shows, man. It was only we we had a ball last week. We had a ball. Yeah, shout out to Red January. She's down in Memphis, Tennessee right now in her hometown. Yeah. No, where was it? Where's she at? She posted it on her page. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, something. I think it's Memphis or something. Kansas. It's, it's Kansas, huh? Okay, yeah, Kansas. You know, so, she's down there. Make chilling. it moves. Make it move. Always moving. Yeah, she moving and grooving. Yeah. You know. So today we're going to talk about a few things. Uh, um, but one of the first things. Uh, uh, first of all, what's going on with you? Tell me what's, what's happening. What's up, family? With you? What's up, the throne? It's good to be here another week. Uh, vet here. I am. Uh, I had a hard week. We're going to get into it a little bit, though, but that's not the end of my testimony, right? We don't leave it that way. It was a hard week, but we talk about how we overcame or we're overcoming. And um, so, uh, yeah, I took a few days to sit down, and I think that's important. Our culture doesn't really um, encourage us to do that. It does it more now. You see better help ads, therapy ads. You see more about, you know, PTO and taking days off for mental health. Um, but it's, it's real. I literally was shut down probably from Tuesday to yesterday, mm. a little bit this morning. So, yeah, just want to talk about that a little bit and chop I knew it up. When I called you, you know, uh, I, I I heard it, oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh, and that's why I had asked you when I called you. I was like, okay, you um, need to talk or everybody, what? You know? Everybody that, like, knows me, Yeah. when I, when I first of all, I wouldn't normally answer the phone. Yeah. If it's somebody I don't want to hear that. <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, but the other thing is, yeah, I know that secrets uh, can lead to our demise, especially in recovery. And yeah. so I try to be transparent with some with some people, but not everybody because I don't I don't process well with others when I'm going through. And I think that has to do with my, you know, my past and the fact that I don't trust. And even the scenario that we had with the young lady earlier this year where you share a bit of your story and then you say something, then it's used against you. And so um, I just try to be mindful not to, and I don't want that to be the energy that I speak into the world all the time. Right. I'm struggling. I had a mental health crisis. I'm down. I'm sad. I'm depressed. I'm this, I'm that. But I think it's important sometimes, uh, especially if you're in a position of leadership like you are on the air or serving the community like I am, that people know that we have moments that um, things just don't feel all right. Do you think uh, um, it, it gets to the point to where, like you just gave an example, you and I, and we give so much, you know, and um, people don't take the time to understand that, you know, we feel too. Oh, yeah. You know? Because yeah, um, they always tell us, what do they tell us? Like, check on your, check on the strongest in your group. Uh-huh. You know, because we all know that person, the right. person that we kind of all go to. And, right. And especially if you're, you know, in... And on airways, giving relationship advice, or for instance, I'm a, I'm a pastor and I'm working in the survivor, um, uh, sex trafficking survivor space. Uh, that's a lot of pouring out. Mm. And so if we're not mindful to keep our own cup replenished, and if we're also not mindful to, you know, to tell people, like, King, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And I think I told you that pretty much right away. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you have we have to have people that we can um, that we can put down our armor in front of. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard to find in this day because a lot of people want to get close to you and they want to lift your armor and shank you real quick yeah, then, while you bleed then, slow. And then you hear your story by yeah. somebody else, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's why it's so valuable. To, you, you said it right there, you know, uh, and I'm so grateful to where I have certain people. In, and, I, and really, to tell you the truth, I, I'm not going to even say men, you know what I'm saying? I have men and women in my life, you know, that I've picked and choose with God, you know what I'm saying, and positioned in my life to where I can be vulnerable, right. you know what I'm saying, where I can pour out to, where I can, you know what I'm saying, tell my secrets to. Right. Because, you know, secrets keep you sick. And uh, I'm just so grateful that I have that in my life to where I can have men and women where I can talk to you. Vet, you won, you know what I'm saying? I, I can talk to you about anything, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and expect the truth. Another thing is, you know, since we're speaking about our, you know, our circle, let's call it for what it is, you know, because that's what it really is, is your circle, you know. Um, we have to be very, very observant and, 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 and present in who we pick and choose. To be, share with? Yeah, them? to okay. share with, to be around, you know what I'm saying, because, you know, that, that shit's real, because who you hang around, you become. You become them, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, if you hang out, if you hang out in the barbershop, you gonna get a haircut. <laughs> you know, if you keep on going to the barbershop, you go to the barbershop every damn day. Eventually, you are gonna get a haircut. Or some, you know. Yeah. So, you know, just be careful. You know, uh, and once again, I'm so grateful that I do have people that I can pour into, man. Because I, I used to didn't talk to a, nobody about nothing, and. Uh, and I was carrying that shit around in me and on me for years. Yeah. And, it, and it exploded in different areas in my life to where I had to pay the cost, man. You know what I'm saying? I had to pay the piper. Right. You know, and that shit wasn't pretty. It's my struggle this week, I think, in relation to mental health is that the world doesn't stop either. You know, I didn't want to answer emails. I didn't want to answer my phone. I needed to, I needed to regroup. And, um, but the world, we were talking before the show, the world doesn't stop. Mm -mm. You know, the, the, your job often doesn't care if you need two or three sick days because you just need to rest, hydrate, and, and you know, reconnect, recenter. Um, and that was my frustration this week is that then on top of not feeling aligned 100%, not even 100%, just feeling aligned, just feeling like, um, you know, I'm vibrating on the right frequency in my life. I, um, I had this additional fear that if you don't hurry up and get back to it, what you've built up will be taken. And so it's the way that the, the, the psychology of our culture causes us to run and run and run and run, even when you are depleted. Because the thought that I had was if I don't keep running, I'm going to fail out of school. I'm going to do this. This ain't going to work. This ain't going to work. And this is going to, and that only compounds you know, what you're already going through in your own headspace. And so you know what I did though, and I was proud of myself, I just said, you know what? It's just gonna have to fall apart. Because even if I do show up, it's not gonna be 100%. And so I just decided, I told the people I had commitments to, look, I, I didn't get into it, I just said, I need a few days. And I did that. I can so relate to that. I had that thought not too long ago. I needed time. 
take me a little time, a few days and everything to regroup and recenter and everything, you know, and find out which direction I'm going to go, um, uh, business, home, and, and, and work, you know, right. and um, just, just to meditate and sit down with God for a little bit and hang out with Big G yeah. for a minute, man, you know, <laughs> and um, uh, one of my biggest fears in taking those times like that was I don't want to end up like certain people that I see, man, you know what I'm saying, just sitting on their hands, man. Yeah. You know, I don't want to end up like that. You know, he didn't bring me all this way for that, man. You know what I'm saying? To sit on my damn hands, you know. I just spoke to you about a pinnacle I had in my life 10 years ago, you know. It was a pinnacle. It was changed, straight, complete change. Very uncomfortable, but it's changed. But I'm reaping the benefits today. But then when I want to take a break and recenter myself, that fear deep down inside of me saying, yes. man, don't get the, don't get complacent. Don't sit on your hands like them fools you see now in your life that you know or you don't know it, but you still see. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You don't want to do that. Because mine always takes me back to the to the uh, the worst case scenario I could come up with. Yeah. Huh? You know, if you don't get it up, you're going to be on <laughs> the corner tomorrow. It won't go to the middle one. It'll no, go to it the goes one. all the way back. If you don't get up and back. do what you have to do this week, then, you, um, then you're going to be a crackhead on the street in two months. Yeah. And so then what do, you, the and what do I normally do? So then I'd be like, oh, my gosh. So then I press through, and then I have another bout of depression or, like, a mental health break. You know, just where I need to take a break. Exhausted. Uh, exhausted and just, you know, just I felt discombobulated. You know, like, which way do I go, God? This isn't working out. This isn't working out. What am I supposed to do? I got bills to pay. I got, you know, kids to care for. I'd like to leave a legacy. I have women I want to serve. You know, I have all these things that I want to do. And so when a door gets shut or when a road is, or when a journey or a process is more, um, more of an incline than I thought, you know, then you tend to be like, well, this must not be what God wants for me. So mm. then for me, it kind of spun me out of control, like out of my mind this week. And I was crying. I was like, Lord, I don't know what, I don't know what you want me to do. You know, like this life has been all jacked up pretty much from the start. Um, I mean, six. You know, my brother coming in my bedroom at six, that kind of messes it up from the start. Yeah. And so then at 53, you know, I'm trying to write a dissertation, get a nonprofit off the ground, do this, do that. My kids are coming into that era where they kind of need my adult presence, right? Yes. And so I just, on Tuesday, it was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, and I was, I was down. And it's, uh, it's, it's imperative that we, um, Understand it, and, and it's in the conversation a lot nowadays too. You know about your mental health. You know what I'm saying, and, and seeking therapy. Um, it seeking seeking <clears throat> for me. Therapy for me, and this is just for King Charles, man. You know what I'm saying. I'm gonna stay in the process. I'm committed to the process for the rest of my life. You know, because, you know, I, first and foremost, I'm a black man in America. I'm just going to set that right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still carrying a whole bunch of stuff my ancestors went through. Right. right? And then, you know, the life track that I have, you know what I'm saying, the gang violence, you know what I'm saying, yeah. the penitentiary, the drugs and all of that. On top of that, the traumas on top of it, the abuse and molestation, all stacked on top of that. So you, I, I can't just wash that way. And, 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 and think that that's not prevalent just because I done showed my little black ass up in some therapy for a couple of safe tests. Oh, no. 
and they didn't call me on my shit and I done cried or some shit like that up in therapy. I'm good. I done arrived. No, I ain't arrived no damn where. I got to still work and I got to stay in the process. You know what I'm saying? Let me give you an example. Let's take Michael Jordan for an example. When Michael Jordan finally came to the pros and he finally won a championship, did he just say, okay, I've arrived? No, he kept playing. He got better. Kept working. You know what I'm saying? Or when he finally made it to the pros, did he stop working out in the gym? No, he kept working. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be great and great at something or just great in your life and your legacy, you have to keep your feet moving. All right. So what I was talking about, the process, the incline and the process being too much, I was talking about some of the things I'm trying to work on, Mm -hmm. like getting people to give money, helping survivors get cars. Writing this dissertation, y'all keep me in prayer. This thing is not, it is not, it's 150 pages. It is not easy. It's a bunch of stuff. <coughs> anyway, um, so sometimes, you know, like when it's just, maybe maybe sometimes when it is too hard and it is creating mental health, maybe it is time for a break. Maybe we have gone the wrong way. How do you know when you keep bumping your head in something that you're trying to achieve, not in recovery work? I'm talking about like, um, in my nonprofit, I'm trying to get a board. I got a board, and now the woman that was going to do finance doesn't want to do finance. It's like, God, like, and that's a simple thing, but sometimes when it becomes so difficult to accomplish something, mm-hmm. it often feels like it's that God's not in it or it's not what you're supposed to be doing, but sometimes it's hard because it's for you to keep going. Right. When do right. you know? And we talked about this like three weeks ago. How long do you tarry in a situation that's causing you distress or duress? Putting you under duress. Sometimes, you know, you get stuck in those situations, you know, and me and you communicated about something uh, just before the show. And sometimes you get um, stuck in those situations, or as you say, how long do you tarry? You know what I'm saying? That's an old church saying right mm-hmm. there. You know, how long do you how tarry? How long do you tarry? But sometimes, you know, you get stuck and tarry in a situation because. You have hope. Yeah. You have hope that something's going to change. Yeah. You know, or something's going to, um, or this going to turn out differently, or uh, something's going to come through, or something's going to show up, or or this is going to come through uh, early, or whatever the case may be, and, and you stay in that in that complacency state right. too long. But we have to also think that, you know what I'm saying, everything that we go through in and out of every day, it's just not us, you know what I'm saying? You know, God's present in that, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes he takes us through things or make us sit down in things, you know what I'm saying? Because what you got ready for you that's later on down in life, you need to get this lesson out of here. Because if you don't get this lesson out of here where I'm sitting your ass down at, you know what I'm saying, you ain't going to be able to do what I got for you. You're not going to be prepared. So we have to look at things from different perspectives and not, you know what I'm saying? And when you look at through that kaleidoscope, you know what I'm saying? Pick one of those diamonds in there and just focus on it. And focus on it. Yeah, that's what I did. I decided to, number one, to rest, to fall back. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubled down on my, my meditation time, but I did it at different times. You know, sometimes I think that our relationship with the sacred, our relationship with the divine, with God, is that it gets complacent just like we do. Like, we do the same thing with God the same time every week and, <laughs> and think that that's going to be enough. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes when I get in this, like, when I get stuck like this, um, that sometimes the onus on me, is on me because there's something that maybe I haven't done. 
something I'm, I'm not paying attention to, something I've put on my plate that I shouldn't have. There's often a reason why we you know, feel discombobulated um, and it's because we put too much on our plate or maybe we're not in the space to, um, to handle everything that we have. I, found like, I felt like this week was a part of, that my mental health issue was a part of um, some areas of disobedience. Mm. Yeah, so. With that, on that note right there, we're going to take a little small break and listen to um, our sponsor. You know what I'm saying? I want to give a shout-out to O'Guns Firearms and Ammunition right here in the Metroplex in the Dallas-Fort Worth area in Everman, Texas. Yes. And um, go check them out. We're going to listen to a little clip right now from them right now, and we'll be right back. Yo, this is Corey. Hey, say this Nate. We are co-CEOs of O-Guns Tactical Firearms and Ammo, LLC. If you're looking for firearms, ammo, accessories, optics, anything to do with firearms, you should stop by and give us an opportunity to earn your business. We're both NRA certified LTC instructors. So if you're looking to get your LTC, your license to carry, and you're in the DFW, definitely give us a shout. We're at 311 Thomas Place, Sweet B, Everman, Texas, 76. Or visit our website at shop.ogunsdfw.com. That's 311 Thomas Place, Sweet B, Everman, Texas. Or visit our website at shop.ogunsdfw.com. That's S-H-O-P dot O-G-U-N-S-D-F-W.com. You better strap up now. Welcome back to the throne. Welcome back to the throne. What's up, bring. I'm going to bring up something right quick. All right. Okay. Uh. In in a, in a relationship, right? Uh-huh. You know, um, why do men get to a point in the relationship when 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 the when problems come up, or when a woman begins to uh, uh, ignore some certain things that, that that's going on in the relationship, and you know, and focus more on what they're doing or whatever the case may be? Why do men? try and blame it on it must be somebody else you know what i'm saying or run to that and and not look at wait a minute let me look at myself am i enough if i should worry why should i worry about if if she's dealing with somebody else or if there is somebody else but ask myself am i enough am i present in this damn relationship enough you know what i'm saying why do they do that? Why did they? Why do? Why would they blame the woman? You know what I'm saying? I think she's doing something different. So first thing I want to say that I don't think it's just men that do that. I think we all do that. <laughs> I think women do oh, it too. Yeah. yeah, because I mean that's what we. Most of us. So you're a relationship therapist, right. right, counselor? So you have a set of tools and you have a way to look at relationships that's very different than I think most the average person. Um, and so I think most of us, instead of like you saying something to me as your partner and me receiving it and thinking about it and, and doing something to address it, the first thing that we normally do, most of us, is, well, I'm not the only one in this relationship that ain't doing with their... Clap back. And how come you can't do this? What, you got somebody else? Like, what's going on that you can't be present and da-da-da? So I think, uh, I don't think it's just men, but I do think it has, for men, in my opinion, it might have something to do with... <sighs> Y'all don't be mad at me. I just think that men are kind of... Uh, condition to see women as helpmates and so anything else you have going on is what to me secondary tertiary doesn't matter yeah 
because I am, I'm, I'm your husband, I'm your partner. Like your attention should be me, God, me, the household, and these kids. And so anything else that's outside of that, that's consuming her time, a lot of people don't, a lot of men don't have an understanding about that because they think that a woman is their helpmate. And pretty much that's it. And there was a time in this country at least, and I'm sure everywhere, that we, um, we understood the household to be that way. You know, the husband made the money, the woman stayed at home and took care of the kids, whatever, whatever. Um, but then something changed and women were in the workplace and had dreams and aspirations of our own that we were beginning to live into and we weren't going to just be sitting around waiting for a man or waiting on a man or just being his helpmate. We want to be a helpmate, we want to be a partner, but we also want to live a life and have dreams. And so I think if your mind is geared to a certain way of how relationships or marriage or men and women should be, then I think you get, well, how come you can't be more attentive to me What you got somebody else that you're dealing with? And it's not, it's, that's usually, you know, and I know not the case. Well, Because uh, you were with a powerhouse entrepreneur woman. Yes, yes. And, and, and I've seen her. She is about her business. And mm -hmm. I think for some men, that would be problematic or intimidating, often because they don't have their own thing going on, and they don't have that cachet of tools that, that you have. Right. To address it. And what about the men that do need um, that, that nourishment from a woman? You know what I'm saying? That time, you know, uh, um, because you just brought up an example. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, uh, uh, I, I was in a relationship with a powerful, powerful woman, woman. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's an awesome woman. You know what I'm saying? And uh, business-wise and all across <laughs> the board. She's right. a hustler, you know? Right. And bad. So, you know what I'm saying? All of that stuff. But... You know, um, there's men, you know what I'm saying, that, like, requires time with his woman, you know what I'm saying? So what about those men, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that authentically spoke that into existence, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and not existence, but spoke on that and as a need and not getting it, and then... And then things don't work out. Um, I, the only thing that we can do, and of course, this is dependent on the people, it depends on the time and the relationship, it depends on so many things. Say, for instance, you, you got with, with a woman, and at the beginning, she didn't have many dreams and aspirations. She was mm -hmm. very content to work nine to five and just be. Mm -hmm. But then two years later, she starts listening to this guru, and he's telling her that she needs to be more, that there's more to her. And then what you got used to in those two or three years has now changed because she has gained this new sense of identity. And so it's up to you to figure out if you can stay and deal or if it's not enough time and attention for you and whether you want to bounce. The other thing is, though... But it's for, a lot a missing woman, in that right I know, there. There is a lot missing because you can't cover it all. But what about the conversations? You know what I'm saying? It, Asking it, it, for it, more? It, no, no, no. Uh, if... if um, if it, just like the relationship, you explained it in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? A woman, nine to five, yada, 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 you know what I'm saying? But then she gets aspiring because, mm -hmm. you know, since she's heard some things and learned some things yeah. or whatever the case may be and want to do some things different, there's a whole bunch of communication with your mate that you need to have, you know what I'm saying? Well, baby, I need, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling this, you know what I'm saying? I want to do this, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but also in this, sweetheart, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I want to do, I don't want to lose what we have in our relationship. Right. See, people don't put their relationship on the front burner and prioritize their relationship. And let me, let me explain it to you, Vet. <laughs> if you don't prioritize 
if, if you get a, a piece of, of, of a good relationship, let's just say a piece of a good relationship, uh -huh. and you don't prioritize that relationship in your life, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? It's going to unravel and it's going to go. It's going to leave. But it's there's be so much to that, Charles King, because not everybody has the tools. Number one, not everybody comes from having this example of what healthy marriages and healthy relationships and what loving looks like. Not everybody has that. The other part is um, not everybody comes into adulthood or into marriage or relationships with the tools. And so we don't know how to communicate. So I grew up in a single parent home with violent stepfathers. So I don't know if my Do partner Do you think says, a person comes in the, in, in, the, in the game, like the example you just said, the woman, she's got inspired by this guru or whatever the case may be. Now she wants to get involved in What she's doing, for her to get involved in that, what she has to do, she has to go get some tools, right? Uh -huh. So coming in a relationship without any tools, you, if you're in a relationship, you can't stop love. Love is love. That's a powerful boy. Once that boy hit and you fall in love with somebody, that's powerful. I don't care what nobody say. That's powerful. It is, but love. But once you get to that point and you're in that relationship, okay, okay, I need to get some tools because I just like business. If I'm going to start this business, ain't no way in the world that this business is going to be successful if I can't get the tools to maintain this business. Okay, but again, you're coming from the perspective of a relationship No, expert. I'm coming from a perspective <laughs> of this, prioritizing. But that's what you wanted. The other person has to want that too. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that many of us want, but we lack the discipline to make sure that we keep them. That one's for me. And that's a lot of times why a lot of businesses fall and Why fail. a lot of relationships fail True. and fall. Because one person wants to do the work and the other one doesn't, or... Like you said at the very beginning, though, Kanda, you said the other person, I'm, the one person's doing the work, the other person's not. Well, that right there shows you where you are in the relationship. If, if I'm that person who has been listening to this pastor or preacher t telling me all these things, and I begin to evolve and change, and I'm looking at my man, he's doing all these things in the world, and I'm like getting all hopped up, um, I'm going to communicate my passion to you. But let me show you what happens for me as a woman. Most men sit on that. Because a lot of men, in my opinion, they're not taking you serious. They're not taking me serious, and they like the comfort. They like where I am in the position of their lives. They don't want to see me shift from that. You know what I mean? They, like, don't. Uh, uh. What you mean? You're not gonna be here at five thirty? What about dinner? I've heard that so many times. Mm. Well, I'm going to a class tonight, so I can brush up on my computer skills, honey. Mm -hmm. Well, no, dinner's at five thirty. So we're gonna talk about that. You know what I'm saying? So I know a lot of women that encounter pushback. Um, when the kids hit middle school and they want to start doing something new, expressing themselves differently, and it threatens men. It threatens an insecure man. It doesn't threat a threaten a secure man because a secure man wants to see his woman take on new, yes. new color, yes. new life, yes. new, 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 new uh, tasks outside yes. the home. Yes. But Charles, like I said to you all the time, being a relationship expert is very different. You're, we're talking about. Let's talk about the average man that has had a life has a childhood or a, a young adult lifehood of childhood of, of trauma and they haven't gotten therapy they haven't gone to to any type of church or spiritual counseling how do you think they're going to show up in a relationship how do you think they're going to see their helpmate do you think they're going to see them as um, equals that need to be nurtured by both ways or do you think they're going to bring them into the house and try to keep them locked down they're not going to see them at all for right. the simple fact is they don't even see themselves right you know what I'm saying? Right. The, uh, the, 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 the ingredients that you gave me for that man right there, he ain't going to see himself. Oh, yeah. So he don't have the capacity to see nobody else. No. 
So at the end of the day, healthy relationships, healthy households, healthy families all rely on us. Yes. The individual coming into that. The individual coming into that is responsible for how they show up in that space. And it's their responsibility to learn. I know some good people on both sides that have lost good people because they didn't want to step up and say, you know what, I'm, I'm not doing well in this part of our relationship. I'm not coming into the bedroom. I'm not initiating intimacy. I'm not doing all the things that we said would be my part in this relationship. And then it, the person walks away. Let me ask you a question. Uh, um, it's crazy. What, when, when it gets to a point in a relationship or in a marriage or whatever, let's just leave it at a relationship because a marriage is a relationship also. So. Let's leave it at a relationship. In a relationship, and 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 in the beginning, there's pink clouds in the beginning. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And rainbows, everything hot unicorns. and the rainbows and this and that and the other. And um, you know, rainbows got a whole other meaning now. You know what I'm saying? I very seldom use it. But anyway, no pun. But anyway, um, when it gets to the point in the relationship where one person stops initiating sex or don't initiate sex at all anymore. Um, what can that be about or, and or, how is it going to affect the relationship? It can be about so many things. It can be about so many things. It can be about I'm not in love with you anymore. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Mm. It could be um, I'm not feeling too good about my body these days, and I don't want to, I don't want to do that. It could be that I'm in menopause and my libido is gone. It could be, um... It could be sickness. It could be after you have kids. We've talked about this before. After I had kids, my libido dropped. I don't know what that was, but it just does. Um, all of your energy and tension kind of goes to the children, and men often feel left out. And I don't know, really know what that's about, but I've seen it over the years where women kind of shift away from their partner and shift towards you know, the, being more of a mother than being a wife or a partner. Um, so I don't know. There's, a, there's so many reasons. I have a, I, there's a couple right now that, that is going through that very issue. And his complaint is there's not enough intimacy. So why do you think that's such a conversation more so with men than with women? I often hear men, I don't want to say complaining, expressing their um, lack of attention in the bedroom from, the, from their partners. What do you, why do you think that is? Why do you think that women aren't initiating, women aren't, you know, the, I won't say aggressor, but, you know, the one initiating or the one that wants it most? What is I that? believe, I believe, I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you um, on the factors that you brought up. Yes, there, there, there's many different things mm -hmm. that can take place, you know, medically, psychologically, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and physically. even physically. Mm -hmm. Yes. But, you know what I'm saying, there are things that, you know what I'm saying, that can actually uh, set in also. And um, to give you an example of one, um, man, woman, you know what I'm saying, the woman uh, uh, um, stop initiating or, or, you know what I'm saying, the whole little blast there on the sex. Uh, it could be that, you know what I'm saying, that she feels that, you know what I'm saying, that she's the shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because some women get caught up in that I'm just the shit, you know, you got, come get me. You should want this type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Even though he delivering the D, nice, you know what I'm saying? Still, it don't matter, you know what I'm saying? If you want this, you got to come get this type of attitude, you know what I'm saying? And that's not going to go over well for too long with anybody, you know what I'm saying? 
So women that are that women that are married and or following me or, fo or watching the live, tell me what you think. Why do women stop initiating intimacy? I think um, the majority don't. Let me but, know what you think. And the majority, it is it is medical. You know what I'm saying? I think it's medical, but I also think that I don't know because I do know women that are go-getters, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But I also know, in my lived experience, women have not been like the aggressors in that area. I only know, out of the women that I know, I probably only know two that are like, I'm going out Friday and I'm going to Is get Is it because some. men are more sex hungry than women? That's my opinion. I, I don't know. I just feel like that's... Naturally? Men are kind of like buffalo. Do you know that buffalo go a whole season, get as many... What's a female buffalo? Get as many female buffalo pregnant, and then they die. And then they die. Did you know that? No. Yeah, a year? they exhaust themselves. You have to watch it. I watched the documentary on uh, National Geographic, and the bull, because you know procreation, he has to mate for the for the well-being of of the species, right? Uh -huh. And so he wears himself out. And when I if I find the link for that specific one, I'll show it to you. But you can find it. And I, so to me, I think that the male species just tends to have. Um, more of a, um, a libido than than the average woman that I know. So I know this from women watching. Like, girl, please, I need it every day, all day. But that's just not the um, that's just not been my experience. What about you? In your lifetime, mm -hmm. did you have one partner that was more that a woman that initiated more than you did? Uh, yeah. Or just as much? No, I had I had I, I had I've had um, uh, uh, a woman in my life, or you know, women in my life that initiated sex more. You know what I'm saying? And that was uncomfortable for me over a period of time. I was because I was about to ask. Yeah, you. It, it was it was uh, uh, women that uh, initiate or forward. It started it started making me feel I don't know even but to be honest, <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest. You know what I'm saying? It made me feel like belittled a little bit there. You know what I'm saying? You know, you. It made you feel belittled because for a woman it put me too. in a yeah because it puts me in a situation. It had put me in a situation to where I had start turning it down. You know what I'm saying, and that's on that pride ego thing. You know what I'm saying. So because you weren't the initiator. Yeah, nah, nah, yeah, no, what? not because I wasn't initiated. It was just it was just initiated all the. You got to the point to where she wanted it all the time. And she, by wanting it all the time, she initiating it all the time. You know what I'm saying? She going to get it, she grabbing it, chunking it down, with all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And and I, you know, oh wait, hey, hey. Um, and that bothers you. So I now got, you want you're looking at half and half, huh? You want like a healthy balance in a relationship. I I really tell you the truth. I like uh uh, uh to where you know um. It's just certain things that is done, like around the house, that's, oh, yeah, it's going down tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, you know, then it makes it more fun, you know? Oh, so you want, like, to play? I like foreplay. I like yeah, foreplay like to... to start in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it can start anywhere. Not necessarily sex in the morning, just just something um, sweet and uh, uh, funny or, yeah. um, uh, or just thought-provoking, you know what I'm saying, that's done, or, or uh, certain texts, or, or uh, sitting at work, at work at your desk, and you know what I'm saying, and everybody left, can't nobody see you, but you take a take a picture of your boob and everything like that and send it to me, something like that. So I just whipped her out for you. To, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, I understand what you're saying, but I'm telling you, I understand what stuff, you're saying. You know? That just doesn't even, I have to tell you, at 53, that doesn't even cross my mind to be playful like that. 
Why? I don't know. I I I I truly that think... shouldn't have an age limit on it. You see what I'm saying? Why would know. that have an, you know Why what? would that have an age limit? Do you I'm think my breast is 53 and I'm not whipping it out at work? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the age limit on some stuff, don't you think? <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear my cold. So, so you, so you don't whip a 53 year old? Wait, I didn't see some beautiful 53 year old titties, man. I, I, that's just not my. I am playful and flirtatious in a relationship and all that, but I'm not one to do pictures and stuff like that. On that note, we're going to be right back. We're going to listen to a little bit of music, and uh, we're going to come right back to the throne. Don't go nowhere, y'all. We're going to talk about that 53-year-old titty. <laughs> Amanda's over here laughing. Girl, he talking about...
Welcome everybody back to the throne. This is King Charles. The throne. <laughs> Got Vet Christie up in here, you know what I'm saying? Talking about these um she ain't whipping out no 53-year-old titties and senator. We were talking about no, what you laughing at? Little, you know, we were talking about little things that you could, you know, doing throughout the day that's kind of like it's foreplay and it's a little kind of funnish. And I, was, I gave an example, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, I don't know, go to the bathroom and maybe whip out the titties and say, waiting for you or something like that. I'm just saying that was just a thought, you know. Those titties were cute when I was 20, 25. <laughs> now they running south. So no. What's what's something today? And we're gonna go into this 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 segment here. We're gonna talk about a little bit of uh, fashion hygiene or whatever slash this slash that. What's something that men wear today or have on or groom or something way that is irritates you? Like you know what I'm saying? It's like ugh. The grooming or their fashion? Either one. Um. So fashion, I really don't like be, those little tiny one, shorts. It has to be more than one. I really don't like the little tiny shorts. I don't know. It's just not appealing to me. You know, there's men now wearing them up. They're a little bit above mid-thigh. Uh -huh. And I just don't find that attractive as far as fashion. Um, I love a well-groomed man. I love a beard. I love manicured hands. Please, men, when it comes to hygiene, uh -huh. take care of that, of the, what is it called, the tooch and your feet. And your mouth. What's a tooch? What is that little thing? <laughs> what's, 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 a, what's that? Liz. What's a, Liz is a nurse. What's a tooch? Oh, Amanda said tight jeans. I don't want to see man thighs. Me either. That place between the gooch. The gooch. Oh, oh. Is it the gooch? You said tooch. I you thought know, it was the tank. I didn't know a man the had tank. a tooch. It's is a it gooch. the gooch or it's the tank? It's the space between... The, I don't, the yeah. The Tesco and the anus. Yeah, I don't think men, so everyone on here already knows I was a sex worker, so that's not a big part of the story, but I know that a lot of men, based on my life on the streets, they don't take care of that space between the balls and the, and the anus. And it gets hairy and sweaty and it gets like little poop balls. So uh. it's just important to. Make sure you take care of that. And a lot of men think that they don't have to take care of their hands. So if you if you bathe every day, you know what I'm saying, why wouldn't that be taken care of? Because I think some men um, do the, they do this, uh -huh. and then they do this, uh -huh. but I don't think that they're acknowledging that space in particular. And I don't think a lot of men bathe. I think they shower. Well, shower still is, a, is, 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 is bathing. Mm -hmm. But some men don't bathe before they're intimate either. And some men don't shower like you think they do. Charles, I need you to go visit. I need you to be around men. <laughs> you're so out. You're so well, I have. OG. You know, I've so been to the penitentiary, that. so I've been in spaces where it's hundreds of men showering. I know, showering. but that foolishness. I is, wasn't looking, though. Right. You know what I'm yeah, and that foolishness that women deal with with men, men don't often see because they're men. But a lot of men don't take care of their feet, they don't take care of their, their, their hygiene, their mouth. What are some other things? You know, what about fashion other than the the the, the, the Daisy Duke shorts? Oh, I don't want any the Daisy Duke shorts for men. I don't I don't don't I don't want to see your butt. 
pull your pants up, put on a belt. Um, I don't want, I, I kind of like tailored to the person, to mm-hmm. the man's, you know, I don't want, I mean, and it sounds judgy, but if he's frumpy and clothes don't fit and they're not clean, I mean, just, but I don't like when our young men um, wear their pants down around there, yeah. around there. I don't even know what that is, right up under their butt. I don't really care for that either. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 way past due. Yeah. So if you were to ask me the same question, go ahead, ask me the same question. Same question. What do you appreciate or not appreciate about women fashion? First. Oh, appreciate or okay, you went both ways on that. What one I do appreciate is that um, I like the way I like the way some women take. uh, certain apparel, whether it could be business, and wear it and accessorize it to where it it has a sex appeal to to okay. it. In other words, they found that medium. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I do love sexy clothes, and I do love uh, uh, um, see, see a sister just you know looking sexy. It's yeah. ain't nothing wrong with that. It's the, right. sexy is sexy, but. I like that medium, man. That medium, because you know what I'm saying. Because I'm an older man, so uh, I, I I don't do old, younger women. So you know what I'm saying. I love to see an older woman even rock her own gray. You know what I'm saying. I love that. You know what I'm saying. And just find that medium of professional and sexy mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. I love that. That's a plus. That's a positive. What about uh, being completely half naked? What about a thong in the butt and two two little things on the nipple? I'm a look. You going down the street? I'm a look. I'm a look. I'm a look. I'm a look in every crevice that I can actually see. I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm going to look, but um, that is nobody that is could be potentially uh, can rock by my side. Because what you what you uh, um, no no no. Because I want to ask a question about that because some people. Young and old, I've had this conversation with, you know, they honor the fact that the woman's body has been covered and and been mandated what was appropriate, inappropriate for millennia. Mm -hmm. I mean, for thousands of years, Mm -hmm. women's dress was determined by men. Now there's this, um, there's this, some type, like this kind of whiplash where women are going into spaces, sometimes almost, almost naked. And so I understand the trajectory. I understand why it was slingshotted completely in another direction, but it does. But at the at the same time, I don't want women or me or just girls to just be sexually objectified all the time because of their bodies, and um, you know, to see a woman just stick her butt out and twerk it on on something while she's making a recipe. It's like, why do you have to mix? Why do women always have? To, why do we always have to carry this sense of sexuality or sensuality to be received or acknowledged? Um, because I think the dresses and things from the 30s and for the 40s and 50s were beautiful, where they were covered and you know all that kind of stuff, y'all. When the what 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 a what a woman leads with, that's who she is. What she leads with is something that she's going to take into the relationship and value more. Right. Whatever she leads with, she values more. So is she leading with her body and her sexuality? Then that what she's gonna. That's what she focused more on inside of the relationship. Now, a woman that re, that leads with her mind, her abilities, right. her conversation, her thought process, right. those things. It's important. You know, yeah. then those are the things that's gonna come into the relationship. Those are the things that she value. Right. 
you know? So if a woman leads with money, that's what she's going to value inside of that relationship. So therefore, men have to um, ask themselves, you know what I'm saying? You have to pick and choose your, 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 uh, your poison. What do you want, you know what I'm saying? First of all, what are you there for? If you just there to just get you some coochie, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I, I get that. But if you're looking to find a life partner in this right. in this game called dating or whatever the case may be, then what she's leading with is very imperative to where your next move is going to be. You know what I'm saying? Because if your next move is to have a conversation with her about you and her, you know what I'm saying? Living together, doing things, and coming together as a union, as one, or whatever the case may be, what did she lead this? What, when I met her, what did she lead me with? You know what I'm saying? Did she leave me with her mind? Wow. Did I say in the first times that I first two times that I talked to this woman, wow, she's smart. Wow, she has ambition. Wow, she's very clever. You or know what I'm I saying? Say, wow, she or got where that. she got a fat ass, or where she got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All of that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Who she got a fat ass monkey, you know, all of that old stuff like that. What are you saying? So if whatever she led with is what you're going to get because right. that's what she values more. So what you're looking for, though, is someone that has that sexy discretion. They're sexy, they're sensual, but their appearance, how they dress, leads uh, you to that, but it doesn't show you that. Correct. It doesn't show you Of course, you. with visual. Of right. course, you know, that 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 initiative, that, that attraction is going to come. But... You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be exploited. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you said earlier in the show a little bit about maturity. You know what I'm saying? And then again, a mature man, you know what I'm saying? Yes, he's going to, there's a physical attraction. But yeah, but a mature man want to know, he's paying close attention to the first things come out of her mouth. Right. Yeah. Because you know? a lot of people, a lot of older, a lot of women my age and older are bashing these young women for how they dress and, and not even all young women, just women in general, how they dress and how they're not covered. And, and I get it. But at the same time, I also understand the culture and women want to be able to wear what they want to wear and have nobody, you know, not care about anybody's opinion about it. Okay. So back to the question again, now, what I what's don't, important to you about how, oh, what you don't now, like? What in fashion? I don't like, and I spoke about it last week, you know, I don't like uh, too much of anything. You know what I'm saying? And I think the um, the whole um, the makeup thing has gotten to where it's overwhelming. You know, I like, I don't, I don't have nothing against makeup. You know, I like makeup. I actually, I like the new clever styles that they have now, the colors and everything that yeah. they're using. It's very beautiful and the sparkles on the lips and it's all kind of different things like that. But you know what I'm saying? You have those who go, to uh, obsessing, obsession and compulsion comes in and then it's just overbearing and it's just too much. I don't even have a problem with augmentation, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If that's, whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you feel good about yourself, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Because if a woman feels good about herself, you know what I'm saying, that's gonna pour into the relationship too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So augment that, but then when you go to the extreme with it, you know what I'm saying, it's a little bit too much, and then yeah. you, you you don't look real no more. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? And this and and, and it, for me, it's just like uh, I'm I, I'm I get confused. You know what I'm saying? Did you hear that, ladies? Men get confused with all you. Keep it simple for them. Keep it simple. I'm just playing. Um, I um I don't really care for the lashes. Everything else, I don't <coughs> just makeup, but. They have two inch. They have one inch lashes now. Two inch lashes, three inch lashes. I'm just like, ooh, but that's their thing. Do what you want to do. Uh, I'm with your eyes, but um, 
yeah, men tell me all the time, I don't, I'd be pretty if I wore makeup. I'm like, look, well, at least you know with me that this is what you get every day. Yeah. <laughs> and you ain't got to worry about me taking off too much and having a whole new face. Um, that's interesting, though, because I've heard that a lot lately about the makeup, but it, the industry is just growing in that way. So yeah. I'm curious about hygiene. Okay. Um, as far as a woman, um, <laughs> uh, I'd have been, I'd, I'd been around, I'd have been around for a minute, man. So you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna speak, I'm gonna speak from a man with experience on this, man. And uh, anybody can refute me or whatever the case may be, but uh, let me tell you something, man. Um, Any time that you get to a point with a woman where you want to taste her essence, mm -hmm. you shouldn't smell anything, man, on your way down there. Only time that you should be begin to smell anything is when, when you already, you already really done took care of some business down there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, I, man, it, it Lord, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have myself in situations to where it be like, you know what I'm saying? Put the brakes on, and you know what's wrong? What's wrong? And my stomach hurt. You know what I'm saying? And I just kind of like talk my way out of it. You know, but uh, that's 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 uh, whoa, that's a. It's hard. That's what you mean? It's hard. It's hard. Feminine hygiene. Most of us aren't taught. Most of us aren't taught. You don't you don't get sex ed till middle school. And so if you don't have a mom, but what about or somebody, at home? Oh, I was gonna say, what about at home? You know how many. Little girls have moms that just, they don't even show them that. My mom didn't show me how to take care of my vagina. She told me to go in there and take a bath, but she didn't tell me to open the, lab, the labia, open, lift the hood off the, she didn't tell me none of that. And then when your cycle starts, if you don't know how to bathe, if you don't know how to, like back in the day, you know, you douche, but nowadays some people don't do that. They think it's not healthy. You're pushing stuff up in there, whatever. There's so many things because it's an, it's a, it's an orifice. It's an opening. And so if you're not caring for it, if you're not, um, if you're not bathing, I'm talking about sitting in water. Um, and I did all kinds of stuff. I did fruit in my water. I've done essential oil, like whatever, just to, and then, and then another thing that I didn't even know until maybe I'm being serious, maybe five years ago that what you eat impacts how you smell. It impacts vaginal health, it impacts overall health. But if you think about how we were raised and what we were taught, nobody ever told, made a correlation between my mouth and my vagina. It was my mouth and my, you know, my right, behind to get right. rid of stuff. But they never told me that, you know, too much There's bread, too much this, too right. much that can make you yeasty, can make you uh, musty, foul, have a itch, all kind of stuff. I have a friend that she takes a, if she does a bath bomb, she'll hurt, uh, she'll get a hive all around the area. So everybody's, it's really, that's what I meant by it's a tricky thing. You have to learn your vagina and you have to take care of it, her, them. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my things as far as hygiene, as far as women. And then a, a, another thing is, you know, um, uh, paying attention to details is very important for me because, you know what I'm saying, me as a man, I pay attention to details, you know what I'm saying. I'm, when I look, I'm going to look. Like my broke toenail? Yeah. Is that important? You know important? what I'm saying? Is yes. my broke toenail important? Yeah. If, 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 it better if, not if, be. If, no. Listen, <laughs> if you have a broke fingernail or broke toenail and, you know what I'm saying, and it's lasting, you know what I'm saying, three, four days, you know what I'm saying, I begin to question that. 
you know, how important that is to you. Why did you put them on in the first place if you are going to maintain them? Pedicures are expensive. Sometimes I understand that. Well, back to the question at hand. Why yeah. put them on in the first place if you're not going to maintain them? You know what I'm saying? It's just like I drive a Benz, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why buy a Benz if I can't maintain it? Right. It's right. expensive to maintain. If I Why buy it if I'm not going to maintain it? Gotcha. You know the same thing. If you if y'all don't want to maintain your, your hair and your nails, don't get it. Don't go get it whipped. Do it at home. Do it yourself. They got press on nails and they look just as pretty. Press on nails and took they took their game to a whole nother level. So you need to check it out. So you know it's important. I just wanted to reiterate. It's important for those that are watching that are younger to learn your vagina. It's important. I know that's all on my Christians friends off, but you'll be okay. You have a vagina. You're women. Um, you have to take care of it. <laughs> yes, you, you do. Know, you know, some of my Christian friends, you talk about the vagina or the anus and stuff like that. They get all undone like they don't have one. Stop that. Yeah. And young women need to know that you have to wash a certain way, that water and making sure you have your fruits and vegetables and making sure you're, you eat healthy starches, complex starches, I think they're and called, I, sweet ask, potatoes and ask, stuff like that. Ask the, young, ask the young women that you're around the serious questions. Ask them. Just ask them in a, in, a, in a moment of time that you got to kind of ask them, has anybody ever talked to you about your vagina? He wants to, me to go to, to prison, main, y'all. To he main, wants me to ask people. I, no, no. And ask them, has anybody told you how to maintain and clean your vagina properly? Yeah, I've taught that. I have. You know? Yeah, you're right. It's and I do, I do speak on it. I do speak on it. Um, on occasion, um, people get offended. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is about our bodies, sexuality, and offense. It's almost like we can't talk about the thing of talk about it. I don't, I don't know what that is. Maybe because I'm an ex-prostitute. It doesn't bother me. But we got to do better because the, 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 if, we talk, if we don't teach our children, then we leave them up to the world to teach them. And that's what I did. I had to wait for the world to teach me because my mother wasn't healthy enough to teach me. And we do our kids a great disservice when we do that. We do our partners a great disservice. You should have told that stinky woman that she stunk. You should have sat her up and said, Women do do not take that. Your vagina is very Very well. In no situation do a woman take that, especially for somebody that they're feeling. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if Hi, a, Stephanie. If a woman to let a man get to that point, you know what I'm saying, that she's feeling him or whatever in some type of way, she done tapped into the emotions and everything like that. For that man to tell her that her these ain't, these ain't, you know what I'm saying, that's not going to go over very well. We're not right there. I'm taking a note right quick. We're going to take a little small break and listen to Sunshine by Red January. You know what I'm saying? And when we come back, you're going to see a new face in the studio, a face that you've seen before. But you know what I'm saying? He just decided to stop in the studio all late and shit. So we're going to pull him on the show right quick. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the throne, King Charles. Bet Christie up in here. And then What's we up, got, family? We got Nathan sitting over here. Y'all know about the Mo Guns up in hey, here, hey, man. Hey, 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 you on. know, got one of the CEOs of Mo Guns up in here. You know what I'm saying? He gonna join the conversation right quick. You know, I'm gonna go into this uh, 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 vet, Nathan. You know, uh, how, how much how much do you think is practice? How important? Let me word this right. How important is practice in, a, in, in going into a relationship? In other words, you know what I'm saying? Every relationship that I've been in in my past prepares me for something, right? right? So how important is those past relationships in, 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 in being present in, the, in, your, uh, in your relationship today, whether you're in one or not? What do you think, Nathan, since I've been talking all morning, afternoon? Um, I'm I'm constantly I'm constantly asked this like through my relationship now, uh -huh. am I here? Am I just practice? Mm. Um, no, you're not practice. Um, I'm gonna if I if I don't continue this relationship, I'm gonna take what I've learned from this relationship, apply it to my next relationship, and I think that's what um, I think that us as men, I think that's what we need to do. Period. Take from our past relationships and, and, and interject that into our present relationship, and maybe it can go better. Um, but practice. Uh, we do that, though. We do yeah. do that, because we've been with people. I, <coughs> I don't even know you, and I know I can say this. We've all been with people who are not our forever, and we knew it. Yeah. 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 And we gave them yeah. years. Yeah. We gave them a year or two. We gave them some yeah. time. But we knew they weren't, like. Yeah. But you but know. Why did you, but, why did you, but why did you stay around, though? 
We uh, just because got it gets convenient. We get we get we just get, get you get complacent. You know right. what I'm saying? And, and we know uh, going out of a relationship, time alone, right. and then going into another relationship. That right there in, in, in anybody's mind, that's a lot of work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and um, uh, some people, you know what I'm saying, really don't like being alone. Yeah. And you that's know? what I was about to ask. Do you feel that some men and some women take that time to get to know who they are? A lot of people don't take a long enough time. And I, I have to say that I'm, I might be one of those people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, one thing I, 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 I kind of practiced recently, you know what I'm saying, is um, I... I held myself accountable in its totality. And that was my start to where I know that I can heal from that, you know what I'm saying, on a rapid basis. Because first of all, if you cannot get in any kind of healing process if you don't hold yourself accountable. None right. at all. Right, right, right. At all. Because we leave Period. relationships and I I meet men, and I'm sure you've met women, and then all they have to do is talk about how bad the other person was. Man. And I know for a fact, if all you do is rambling on about them, then it's a red flag because I know that you were complicit in some way because we all are. And and then you're having that conversation, and you're not telling me what you did, so therefore are you coming to me with secrets? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's a total turnoff. Yeah. Total turnoff, man. You know? mm -mm. Yeah, I met a dude, and he was talking bad about his baby's mother. And, you know, I just, you know, I was listening, but I was looking at him, you know, like. Right, yeah, like, really? You're like, really? But, and, and we just want to go, like, I have friends, we just want to go, and I used to be that way, one relationship to the next, because I didn't want to be alone, I didn't know what it felt like to be alone, and I knew if I was alone that I would have to deal with myself. And it's easier to be in a relationship and be distracted. Right. Then it From is to self. be single and be focused on yourself. The hard part about that is when you do get into a relationship, if you're like me and been single a long time, it can make it hard getting into a new relationship because I like being single. In because part, you in know, part. for one, in, got in, settled in a way. Yeah, in yeah. one, in, in in your aspect, is the longer the longer you are uh, away from a relationship, you know what I'm saying. The more the more you get your trusting issues is, is extending because first of all, you know what I'm saying. You just spend all this time with yourself. And so you, for you to be willing to give that up to somebody, you have to have, this has to be a lot of trust going on. Yeah. And what I mean by settled is meaning when, you, when, you, when you've been by yourself for so long, yeah. you, you're not putting up with the bullshit. Yeah. So right. you're just like, you know, all right, dude, you here? Uh, you know, that's what I mean by yeah. she's done got settled yeah. in her ways, you know. Because yeah. being single for so long, you 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 evaluate yourself. You know what you want. Yeah. So you're not sitting there just putting up in the bullshit. Mm-hmm. You're not settling. So I, you know what? If I'm gonna settle with you, I'll settle with myself. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Because if you bring, and I know it's you know 80, 20, 70, 30, whatever. But at the end of the day, if you bring more chaos and disruption to my life yeah. than I had without you, yeah. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care any how you look. None of that. I used to. That's the that's the thing about settling. You get older. It's like man, money didn't make this man no better. He still beat me, or, or, or this person having this still was no good for me. So, yeah, I'm just wanting to deal with who I am, and I am doing that work. That's the difference, is not taking those two, three, four, five years. I've been single since 2013. 
I mean, I dated someone for a few months last year, but like a ch real relationship. So you you you've been uh, outside of a, outside. I'm gonna use the word outside mm -hmm. of a relationship for ten years. Since twenty? No, I'm sorry, twenty eighteen. My bad. Twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, twenty eighteen. It's like damn, you better. Yeah. Twenty eighteen. <laughs> Stop. What? Twenty eighteen. <laughs> you getting you some though? I haven't. In, no. I, see I, see I did August to I did last pictures. year August to October, but. <laughs> Listen, I wish y'all could see what's going on with you <laughs> over here. No, you getting you some, right? No. Okay. Uh, playing into the camera now. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? No, but I no, see I'm not getting saying, on, but it's okay. I don't do the, the pictures and yeah. Right. Yeah. 28. But you know, why 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 what why, why, why do you think you've been single so long? <laughs> she told us to ask questions, right? Um Yeah. I, I've been single a long time because I have stuff to work out. Like, I, I moved here, COVID hit. So I moved it to, back to Texas in 2020. Uh -huh. COVID was going on, and I was starting a doctorate program, doctoral program. Uh -huh. So that was 22. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah, and then um, I've been dating. I started dating last August, but he kept calling me dense. Hope you're watching, you punk ass. Um, uh -huh. You know, calling me dense, kept saying things, so I... And I used to deal with that. That's but what I was but used to. But you're meeting men and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you know. I'm, I'm not saying, really you... meeting the men I like because I don't. I don't think I live in the area. What where do you like? Are. I like black men. Well, we know. Okay, you okay? You said black men. Okay, that's cool. Okay, now, but, but what do you really like? You know what I'm saying? That's um, a vague ass I want question. Somebody, I want somebody funny, down to Answer. earth. Um, I want someone that you don't have to be like college intelligent, whatever that is, but just have something about you where you can, you know, maintain yourself, take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. I want a man who loves his family if they're lovable. You know what I mean? Because some families are hard. You need to you need to be away. Um, have a sense about God. I don't want a religious man. I don't want nobody coming home quoting scriptures and acting crazy and all that kind of controlling stuff. I want a man that loves God. Um, cultured okay. and what I mean by cultured is because I'm not cultured I mean somebody that can be like hey I've never done this let's go do this let's go to the museum I asked a brother to go to the museum last year he was like a museum girl I ain't been to a museum since high school okay and you're proud of that like I didn't understand so I want those you know I, I haven't been to a museum since probably you know what I'm saying elementary school but you know what I'm saying that I, I, I wouldn't turn it down if I yeah it was I, I go the, chill I go rock it you know what I'm saying I'm the type you know I like new I, I, I'm cultured like that too I like doing things that nobody else thinks about doing yeah. you know what I'm saying hey man let me ask you a question that came up early in the show you know what I'm saying what is it about women uh, 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 um, physically or even uh, you asked it. You asked. You asked it because you asked me the question. Asked what? It. Okay. Um, as far as women and fashion or dress goes, what's something that or physicality or physicality? No. Okay. Go ahead. We ain't talk about none of that. Okay. Um, how? How? What's important to you? What do you like? What's one I don't of your? Like what the is What's important to you first? What's important. Yeah. Um, genuine, real. But in her fashion. Um, in her fashion. I really don't care too much about fashion. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, because you have, nowadays, you have women that's, <clears throat> you have women that's into the natural. Okay. Um, so what about if she just came with some, you know, every day she wore just some, some dickies and some chucks and a t-shirt? That don't define who she is. Ooh, that, my that, type Would of that brother. attract you? Yeah. It would? Yeah. As long as I get up in here, in here. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. All right. That's fine because I can come home one day and be like, hey, put this on. 
Yeah. She put that on. We go out and rock and come back home. She put her dickies back on. That's fine. Hey, let's go. Um, let's go for a walk. Put a dickies on. That's fine. You know, I'm not caring how somebody else think about it. As long as what I think about it, somebody else can look at me like, Why she on? Why she got that on? That ain't for you. Yeah. Everything <laughs> she got on, that's for me. That packaging yeah. had nothing to okay. do with you. Yeah. Okay. And but, see, that's what I need that because I'm not I. He'll tell you, I am not the heel. I went to Deep Ellum in Dallas, and I got in the car. Dude's like, you're not going to put no heels on? I said, to walk around Deep Ellum? And he was like, yeah, my girls, yeah. I like my girls in the heel. That didn't make any sense to me. But the thing is, when we got to Deep Ellum, listen to this. When we got to Deep Ellum, there was a thousand sisters walking around in high heel shoes. You know why I don't care about heels? That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not doing that. If we're going somewhere and, yes, like one of your events, I'll, I'll I'll dress up, yes. but if we're going to like just like a picnic, a cook like some people want you to be all. I'm not putting no eyelashes and makeup to yeah, go no part. Because I don't want so I don't want to tote those. I don't want to tote those. Hey, right. Oh my, my feet hurt. Who's she gonna get? Here, yeah, so don't, and that, don't, that don't make yeah, sense. Don't that don't make yeah. sense no, to no, me either. You know what I'm saying? If, first of all, if you're doing any walking, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, you know, you ain't got to wear no heels. I don't, you know, that I'm don't make to, sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense because we're all over the age of 50. How old are you? <laughs> <He> <laughs> but these, I don't know. You know what? That's, that's not true because he was over the age of 50. 28. I don't know. Men want, men, I, I'm I ignoring finna, you. I ain't finna do too much walking anyway. Men want yeah. you, men often overgeneralization want women to go out and be at a thousand every time they step out and that's just not fair because a man can dress up in some loafers a pair of slacks a button-up and a jet and a jacket and he said comfortable all night i gotta wear something where my boobs halfway slipping out the side my butt this thing's too short i'm not doing all that first of all first of all man be on point you know what i'm saying If, if you're rocking with me be on point, because see, I'm not. I can be comfortable. I, I could. I could be comfortable in a three-piece suit. That's why I'm not going out with King. That's. The, I'm gonna be comfortable in a three-piece suit. I'm comfortable with me, so therefore, whatever I put on, I'm gonna be comfortable. I'm gonna be well groomed. I'm gonna be dressed, and I'm gonna be smelling like a million bucks. You know what I'm saying? And it might have two dollars. So what in my I'm trying pocket, to tell you, the I'm standard. Like a million bucks. <laughs> what I'm telling you, though, the standard is different. Let me show up with with ungelled toes. No nails on, no eyelashes, no makeup, and a nice dress. That's not gonna work. For the woman, it has to be all the things, and it but just who's gets that old. Not gonna work for? It's not, not gonna, gonna work for your audience. It's not gonna work for the men in the room because, and this is just my opinion. If you look at it's if you look truth, at social bro. media, I am telling the truth. When you go into but a room, in other words, when she, she walks, it's a hundred people in the room, right? Uh-huh. Okay. 50 women, 50 men, uh-huh. okay? Let me shoot something at you. And, and, and Vet walk in there, and she don't have on, she, Vet throws some jeans and some 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 some, uh, uh, some tennis shoes and a tee, uh-huh. one of her company T-shirts or something uh-huh. like that, right? And she go up, no makeup or nothing on, and uh-huh. she walk in there, and with all these other women in there, they got a whole bunch of makeup on, they got these skippy-ass things on, and this and that Heels, and other. Lashes. You know what I'm saying? They gonna, they gonna overlook her. Period. Period. I'm gonna tell you something. They gonna overlook her, and 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 it could be some good men in there, or whatever the case may be. It's just naturally what men are appealed to, and where they their focus gonna go on is is what's fine, what's sexy first. That's what they're gonna pay but attention that, to. That's 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 superstitious. That that that's some, bro. In that situation, 
it'd be very, very, very few in that amount of numbers that we threw up that would actually notice and say, hey, man, I, I want to go get to know her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because she's not trying as hard as these other women yeah. to get noticed. And the thing that is not, yes, that's and it. I want to go yes. see what's but, on but, her mind. Because yeah. I bet you she's the most exciting woman in Yeah, there. because for a simple, simple thing, right? I guarantee you, when she does put those heels on, that dress, that makeup. Bad. Bad, yeah. right? But when she walk in looking like that, and she's at a natural state. Right. Now, all these other women. They dressed up. They this, that, that. I want to see you. I want to see you at your natural state. <laughs> right. But see, Ooh, you no, see you the, don't. No, you, no, you don't. Uh -uh. Yeah, she right. Cause you see, uh -uh. you be like, oh, you know, oh, so much of that no, but I'm just saying, but you if know, you take just, off just your natural. A lot I of know, these women that got yeah. all that stuff on, bro, you, you they, in their natural state, man, you be like, oh. I don't even think you would recognize some of them. I've had friends when they take off exactly. their ponytail wig yeah. and they take and they do this contour, and it comes yeah. off, the nose gets wide, you know, everything that they were trying to change. So would you want, so would you want, okay, you meet a man, right? You all dolled up. And he's like, wait a minute, she almost look good. But as soon as you get home, you get that rag and you get the, Bam, you don't know who you went home with. That that is not who I went to. <laughs> yeah, with. Exactly. Who are you? Let me find that out first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's up, a very like, hard standard. Yeah. It's a hard standard because yeah. I want to date. I want a man, but I'm not what the average man is looking for, because I just, you know, I'm just not, and I'm not looking. So I think that turns some men off. Some men want you to approach. Some men don't. Like you were talking about. Or be receptive to the approach. Yeah, this don't come up to me with nothing dumb. All right, now, not like the dude said he just want to, he just going to bust your back in or yeah. something. What did he say? Run through your walls. I'm going to tell your walls down. Yeah, that's what he told. He said, I'm going to tear your walls up. Oh, I'm bust your little ass like, up. Yeah, I'm going to bust you. I'm going to tear your All walls down. down. And I was yeah. like. That was, huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm just, talking to yeah, she I was like, like oh. seven. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I said. I said he came as a little boy then. Yeah. No, these men are over. They're they're they're. They was having pool. a conversation, bro, and uh, and she must have went and got up, used the restroom, and came back. And by the time she sat back down, he leaned over and whispered. And he said, "Man, yeah. I'm gonna bust your back at back I'm, over. I'm gonna tear you know, your walls down." He said, "I saw down. you walk away. I ain't, he said, I ain't see what you had back there while you were sitting." God, dog. Yeah. So this is what we're picking from. But and you know, like I said, it's just it could be, just could be where I live. I live on the kind of the west side of Fort Worth, I guess. Just aren't a lot of brothers over there. And then I don't really just get dressed up to go look no, for you somebody. Come over. Huh? You didn't come over. No, like I so. live on campus at Barry. I at university in Barry. Okay. Oh, okay. You know, right there. down the street from me. I stay right there in the, uh, the hospital district yeah. office. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's like I you it's know, hood, you it's hood over there too. Uh -uh. It's hood over there too. No. You don't see, no. see, see listen. A little bit. What do you say? You don't see us over there. You don't see us over there. The grocery store, none, uh, like, never where I go. Now, if I go to uh, I know Duncanville. I, got, I know we got a clinic over there. For I, if I go to Cedar Hill over there. or Duncanville, mm -hmm. I'm like, ooh, they yeah. outside. <laughs> or DeSoto. DeSoto, too. Ain't nobody driving to DeSoto. That's, you drove to Duncanville and said, that's yeah, a block right away. Yeah, it's a block away. What? Yeah. You yeah. Said, Oh, I thought the Lan yeah, Lancaster, DeSoto, Cedar Hill, and uh, yeah. Duncanville. That's all right there. Really? You make it to Duncanville before yeah. you get to DeSoto. Yeah. But Duncanville yeah, so that's probably first. why I never really. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. seen no DeSoto. Yeah. Where you be going out in DeSoto? Huh? What's your spot uh -huh. in DeSoto? Anyway, uh, my name is King Charles the Throne. What we're going to do, we're going to listen to a commercial from Ogans right quick, and when we come back, we're going to leave y'all with our golden nuggets.
I know you didn't just cut me off. You don't want the ladies to know where you be Yo, at. This is Corey. Case you show hey, somebody. say this, Nate. We are co-CEOs of O-Guns Tactical Firearms and Ammo LLC. If you're looking for firearms, ammo, accessories, optics, anything to do with firearms, you should stop by and give us an opportunity to earn your business. We're both NRA certified LTC instructors. So if you're looking to get your LTC, your license to carry, and you're in the DFW, definitely give us a shout. We're at 311 Thomas Place, Sweet B, Everman, Texas, 76140. Or visit our website at shop.ogunsdfw.com. That's 311 Thomas Place, Sweet B, Everman, Texas. Or visit our website at shop.ogunsdfw.com. That's S-H-O-P dot O-G-U-N-S-D-F-W.com. You better strap up now. This is the throne. I want to give a shout out to Angelo Martinez for being our producer today. You know what I'm no, saying? No. He's behind the scenes over there. You know, he's a um, son of the owner right here. And he is the station manager here at Fishbowl Studio. And he's doing his thing, man. I've been knowing him for about six years now, man. And uh, he ain't changed. You know what I'm saying? Can't say nothing fake about Angelo, man. He's been the same way for six years, you know. Vet, leave okay. him something positive. Family, we started out the show talking about mental health and I just wanted to make sure that I share um, that we have to take care of ourselves as people in general, but as also um, people of color in this nation. Uh, it's just the system is not set up for any of us to thrive, you know. Um, it's not, the food's not real food, the, the, the work week is not normal, like we, we're given two, two days a week to, to enjoy ourselves and that doesn't really happen. And then we're expected to work 40 or 50 years and then retire when we're 10 years away from the grave, approximately. And so when you think about that on top of complex trauma, like we were talking about, the things I've been through, the things that many of us have been through, um, if we don't take care of that, if we don't learn to prioritize our, our mental health, our spiritual well-being, our physical well-being over the demands of the world, then the world wins. And so please take some time this week to center yourselves. It might be in worship tomorrow. It might be going to the park with your kids, walking your dog. I don't care what it is. It's just make sure, make sure that you etch out some time to take care of yourself because there's only one you, and um, you can't feed anyone else if you yourself are deprived. Till next week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Nathan. Oh, man, Miss um, she, she took it. She took it all. She took it there, huh? She took it all. She took it all. It's, you know, you told us to be authentically ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just, hey, be authentic. Uh, be yourself. Um, man, I, I sure hate that I missed half of the show. Yeah, it was a good one today. Uh, I apologize, man. Okay. I apologize to the lady. Apologize I'm Vet, Nathan. Oh, I'm so sorry. Nathan. No, I'm introducing myself. <laughs> I'm Vet. I'm sorry. How are you doing, Miss Vet? I mean, Nathan. finally introduce myself. My name is Nathan. It's nice to meet you. You too, Miss Vet. Don't forget your. Don't forget the gunshot. Oh yeah. Hey. Um. Next week we got a class going on. Uh, LTC. Uh, got an LTC class going on next week. So um, us as African Americans, hey, we need to um, we need the knowledge. Um. The others are only going to tell you what you want to hear. They're not going to uh, educate you in the field that you need to be educated. Um, we hold a class for um, for um, for young, old, uh, mature. Um, we even hold classes for for felons okay. to let them know um, what their rights are. Um, they don't tell you what your rights are when you get out when you get when you get out of jail. They don't tell you that you can own a firearm. They don't tell you that you. Um, that you are able to protect yourself. 
So um, next week we have a class uh, from eight to two. Um, just anybody, anybody can come um, pay. It's one twenty-five. Uh, the 125 covers everything we we provide firearms we provide uh, range time we provide target we just need you to bring yourself and be willing to get educated um so what's the name of your company again old guns tactical firearms and ammo old guns tactical firearms and ammo and it's in everman yes ma'am and what does ltc mean because some uh, people that are listening might license to carry um you know, Texas is a is an open carry state, mm -hmm. but it's laws and it's little red fine print in between that right. that you need to be educated on. Right. And so that's what we're here for. Um, we try to get together with all our other brothers that do LTC classes on uh, that's gun trainers. You know, because we are the the, the first uh, African American um, gun brick shop. and mortar mm -hmm. gun shop in Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. So um, we just just to support. It's a family. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's how everything should be. You know, we want to teach ours just like they teach theirs. Yes. But we want to give you everything. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you can find us at shop.ogunsdfw.com or you can come into the store at 311 Thomas Place, Sweet B, Everman, 311 Texas. 311 Thomas Place, Sweet B, Everman, Texas. Uh huh for gun education, and we need that in our communities. Yeah. And even if yeah. you do uh, miss that information or whatever the case may be, you can always inbox King Charles or email King Charles at kingcharlesproductions at gmail.com. Find out any information about any of our sponsors, you know what I'm saying? So anytime that you miss the commercial or a flyer or whatever the case may be, contact me and I can hook you right in with one of the CEOs of, of, of um, or guns or any of COs or any other sponsor on the show. Leave them with something, man. You know what I'm saying? Something positive, man. Get protected. Um, stay safe. Read. Read, 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 read. Educate yourself. Because they put it in, if they don't want you to know it, where they put it, they put it in the book. Open a book. Get educated. Come on, man. That's right. Take a look. That man said, it's open in a book. book. King's last word. One of the best things, one of the most graceful and gracious things that we can do for ourselves is be ourselves. Mm. Hey, and don't apologize for it. Be who you are, be what you are, and be authentically in that. And don't be ashamed of it. And don't make excuses for it. It's you. You have one life. I don't know about two, but I'm quite sure you have one. Live it for you. I'm not saying don't be compassionate, don't be courteous, don't be respectful. I'm not saying that. I'm saying just be authentically you, unapologetically. You know what I'm saying? Strive what you want to strive for. Your passions are your passions. Your wants are your wants. Your needs are your needs. Don't let nobody else on the outside dictate how you move your damn feet. Mm. Once you begin to do that, once you ever get back to doing that or start doing that, you a slave. Yeah. You might call, you might as well call them master. Be you, be authentic you, because I am throne.